Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, now, Panthers versus the Roosters. Uh, let's just get into it. The penalty before halftime might have been the worst penalty I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it honestly might have been the worst penalty I've ever seen in my life on Sam Verrills. Yeah. Um, I said to you before that if you were to go to, you know, teenagers or kids and show them how to tackle, probably use that, wouldn't you? And he Mate. gets penalised for it. I mean, that was a perfect chop tackle the, the tackle was so good that it got penalised, essentially. I, I just... I, I don't understand. Like, how can they see that, have the video replay as well? Because, like, they could have easily... Let's say he blows a penalty. The bunker could have immediately gone, oh, mate, it's not a penalty. Just, okay, yeah, the game is stopped, but just play the ball. We're all good. We keep moving. Oh, Instead, man. it's like, no, nah, fuck it. We're going to give them two points right at half time. Oh, sorry, they're going to score a try. Did they score a try the next set, kick out? I think Happy so. Happy yeah. yeah. Come out of yeah. like just before half time. Yeah. It's just like I'm sorry, but and we won't stay too long because refs have the hardest gig in the game, and they're so unfairly maligned. Sometimes it's crazy, but unfortunately, that is not good enough. Like that's not good enough, and it's unfair on the Sydney Roosters. And look, I know the Roosters are the glamour club, and they you know salary cap jokes, and and I'm sure that there were a couple of years where they had a lot of favourable calls, and we can look at the grand final with the six again. I get all that. But take the roosters out of it. We, we just want good officiating regardless. I just think that was pretty poor, man. I, like at a crucial time in the game, and then there were a couple other calls later in the game. I, like I think it, when the game was on the line, there was a few tough calls. It's just I can understand why Trent Robinson was a bit miffed by that. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. <clears throat> and I just don't understand how like when you've got replay and the bunker is so willing to come in and like – call a, a, a put you on report for a tackle that happened two sets ago but it can't immediately look at that replay and go oh shit that's definitely not a penalty yeah, yeah. i just don't understand it anyway let's get to the game um look manu at six i liked it i really liked it uh i think that uh all i get your guys thoughts manu at six stay or nay I liked it a lot more than I thought i'd like it i thought their kicking game would really struggle obviously that's why they've had drew hutchinson there the last have I brought you around? I've been saying Manu six for a while. 
Yeah, I, I mean, him playing that well in that game. Yeah, it's only one game. Uh, <laughs> Get a bit yeah, but, but it's, it, it's, it's against the Premier team. Yeah. Like, that's why I, I didn't like it originally because I thought, okay, it's going to be close. Your kicking game's going to be super important. And yeah. you've got Sam Walker who, you know, hasn't done – He's, he's, he's done kicking. Yeah, but, but his long kicking isn't His like, long kicking isn't up to it. Yeah, whereas his short kicking is fantastic. Short kicking is fantastic, but mm. when you're playing Penrith, your long kicking game yeah, is going to be fucking important. for sure. That for was sure. my worry. But I also think the Roosters would have beaten 13 other teams, yeah. potentially 14. They've been so yeah, unlucky last couple of weeks. They have been unlucky. They, yeah. they ran into a red-hot heels and then ran into a, a Panthers side that fucking, you know, it's Panthers. Yeah. Timmy, Manu at six. Is it something that they should stick with? I just don't think they can afford to mm. because of Kiri. Yep. If Kiri's out, sweet, go for it. Mm. Um, I think the lesson in it is just in seeing Jay Manu at fullback at 5'8", is just we've got to get his hands on the ball as much as possible. Yep. Um, what position that's at, it doesn't matter to me. I love Joey at centre because he's outstanding defensively and shores yeah. up that edge. Um, I just, I mean, if they put him in the halves... What are you doing with Luke Keary or what are you doing with Sam Walker, who we know they haven't clicked all season? Mm. Uh, I'm not too sure. The whole team that um, Trent Robbo ran out with on the weekend, so he benched Verrills for yeah. Hutchinson. Satili Tupanua at centre with Manu already playing in the halves was like, I was just waiting to go, all right, first topic, and we get on the podcast on Monday, what are those team stations? And then they come out and put in ugly their best performance of the year. Well, it's funny because like Robbo, in the press conference after the game, you could tell that like he... It seemed like anyway, he had heard the noise about those selections mm. and the bench. You know, he even said like, you know, a lot of people had some, a lot to say about my bench, but I thought our bench was um, really, really good. So it's just funny how like coaches, they do hear it. They yeah, hear it. Yeah. Um, I think you're right though. Like bold, bold play. To, and also Oof. tiny bench. Sam Verrills, Connor Watson, uh, Butcher, Egan Butcher. Egan, yeah. And then, fuck, who was his fucking last one? Was it Sluke Fafita? <coughs> yeah. Yes, and he didn't yeah. get on the field. Yeah. Um, and didn't get on. Didn't get on. Wow. Jeez. Is it? Is it a... So there's some big minutes in there. Takiyahu, let's have a look. Takiyahu must have played huge minutes. Yeah, he? he did. Matter of fact, um, he... So he... 68. Yeah, he accidentally went on. So they basically... I think they had like a sub about to happen. And Takiyahu just ran out onto the field. But apparently it wasn't supposed to be him subbed on. <laughs> but then Tokiyaho was already out there and you can't like change oh. it. And Tokiyaho ended up killing it. So um, really 68 interesting. minutes in the middle, oh. in the wet oh. against Penrith and played nearly his best game of the year. Mate, Tokiyaho, he's so – like there was a couple of years there where he was the best front row in the club. Why is he leaving? Oh, fuck. Uh, maybe like, Bitcoin. Maybe yeah, some yeah Bitcoin. I just I he wouldn't be believe there Bitcoin. isn't another NRL club out there. That couldn't. Yeah, oh, I suppose it, it would be huge. I, oh yeah, I reckon yeah. be getting mad because he will absolutely decimate the Super yeah. League. Like Good footwork, big yeah. fella. So many teams yeah. could do with a guy like him. Yeah, At, nah. like the Roosters could probably do with a guy like him next year too. Mm. Like it's disappointing to see him leave. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. Um, so yeah, look, look, Mano at six. Like I get what you're saying. Like what do you do with Kiri? And I'm I'm kind of there too. Like what what do you do with Kiri or Walker if you put Mano at six? I'm kind of with you there. I just I like I just want him around the ball. Yeah. So you, the Roosters just have to find a way to get him there, and I don't know how they do you that. Know you the know the solution, Campy. <laughs> hey, you know the solution. <laughs> Roaming center. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so look, maybe maybe you have Manu sets, and you just go like, mate, you know, Kiri or, or Walk, just not sit this one out, but or even Radley. Um, 
the 13 and you just put Manu in that 13 for a couple sets or something along those lines. But I think it absolutely has proven they no longer can afford to, as a squad, have him out in the centres just sitting yeah. there. They need him. Like maybe a couple of years ago when they had Latrell and they had all and they had Cooper Cronk just absolutely killing it. They could afford to, but I don't think as a squad they can afford to anymore. They need Manu around the ball. Yeah. They need him around and the Manu ball. Manu is such a different guy to what he was then. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, fuck, he must be fit, Manu. Oh, he must be so fit for how big he is. The amount of repeat efforts he makes, I think he might have the most bloody runs out of anyone. Well, yeah, 17 runs, which is the same as Teddy, which is massive. Um, 14 tackle breaks. 14 tackle breaks. See, like, when I look at that, I go, oh, do you really want to move that out of the, the middle? Like, do you really want to even have that out for one set? Or do you want him around the ball constantly? going to be interesting to see what Trent does. Really, really interesting. Uh, Sam Walker, what do we think about... Is, does he need to be the dominant half? Like, you know, a few weeks ago I said, is Sam Walker, like, does, is he struggling to be the second fiddle? Because, like, if it looks, it seems like he has his best games when he's the main guy. Thoughts? Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't know what the answer is here. Yeah. I keep thinking he needs to be the main guy, but then, I don't know, he doesn't look as comfortable to me as he did last year. Mm. I, I don't know. What do you reckon? I'm a bit with you, Guru. I'm a little lost. I've been trying to work it out all year, the best fit for the side and the balance in particular between him and Luke Keary. And I'm struggling because yeah, there's parts of me that are saying, all right, we saw how good Sammy Walker was last year in his mm. debut year in a depleted Roosters side. But then, like, are you limiting Luke Keary? But, you know, then there's the argument, Keary's now had his head knocks, he's had come back from an ACL injury and, and come back slowly like all backs do. Mm. Uh, I, I'm struggling <coughs> to put a finger on it as well. Now, uh, I want to give a shout-out to Egan Butcher. He's just getting better and better for me. I really, really rate Egan Butcher. I love his attitude. I love how aggressive he is, how um, high energy. In 39 minutes, he ran for 131 metres, 52 post-contact, three tackle breaks, 24 tackles, one line break assist. I just love his energy and his enthusiasm, and he brings it every week. Mm. Very like Nat Butcher, his brother, is a battler, gets through a lot of work, um, does all the good stuff. Like His brother made 45 tackles, which was, I think, a game high. Only one miss. I like the Butcher brothers. I think that they're a real good, solid, and especially Egan, he's so young, so much potential. I think he's going to be fantastic. He had four one-on-one tackles. Like, it's a great, in 30, think about how much work you've got to get through to have 131 metres, 52 post-contact, three tackle breaks, one line break assist, 24 tackles, four of them being one-on-one in 39 minutes. That is just ripping in for, for the minutes you get on the field. Um, I thought Watson and Beryls were really good when they come on as well. Brought a lot of speed um, to the game. Now, just quickly with the Roosters, Angus Crichton still yet to re-sign. Is he free next year? It's next year, isn't it? I'm pretty sure he's off contract next year. I, I hope I'm wrong. Do we think – is there a chance they, you know, Crichton gets squeezed out of the Roosters? Well, I mean, have they signed anyone for Fuck, next year? Sorry, time? you're right. He's off contract. That's what I mean. <clears throat> Like, it's just, it's scaring me. Scaring me, Guru. Have they signed anyone for next year? Like, is there anyone coming? There isn't, is there? From what I, like, I, they're, I they're don't know. Takiyaho. Surely they're fresh. Well, Smith. I think he's a, yeah, you've got Brandon Smith, who will Brandon play. Smith, okay, yeah. yeah. But then you've got, got young guys coming through, like Egan. Do you think he's a victim of the fact that the Roosters aren't going well and the Roosters may be looking at, to just pivot into a whole new direction instead Maybe. of paying him big coin? No, it's not Angus Crichton's fault. Oh, no. Yeah. I, no, I'm not, not yeah. saying you're saying it, but yeah. yeah, it's just like, surely that's not the thing. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, he's such a good forward. He's, 
He's arguably one of the most consistent back rowers in the last, at least last five years. Yeah. I'm trying to think of another. I think he definitely is. Yeah. yeah. And yet he hasn't re-signed. It's like, what could possibly be holding it up? Now, the reports were that eventually, you know, like what's crazy is it's gone from, he came out last year and was like, it's done. It's all good. We just have to do the fine, you know, fine print, blah, blah, blah. And then at the start of the year, it was like, yeah, yep, yeah, it's all good. It's all done. But then recently there was reports coming out that the Roosters may not even be able to register his, register his contract because they don't have space in the cap next year. I have to say it, 2023 Rugby World Cup. We know he's got a bit of a union background behind him. We know. Is it too soon? We, <laughs> mate, if you play in, if you play New Wales Cup when played union, you play for the Wallabies. <laughs> Fair dinkum. He was Seriously though, like that, that's like the amount of league converts to go over and play for the Wallabies. It yeah. doesn't take that a has lot ex- of time. a bit of experience in union. Has experience. Yeah. He, he's he'll be very, very versatile in union as well. Like uh, when he played his schoolboy rugby and just killed it. He killed was an it. outside centre. Some of the best highlights you ever fucking yeah. seen. Yeah. So I mean. If we're looking at reasons why it's been held up, and this isn't based on anything, but we know he's always sort of had a bit of union about him. Mm. It'd, it'd make a bit of sense. Wow. Surely not. Surely not. I mean, look, if you can get a big deal at union to play in the World Cup. You would get a big deal. Yeah, you get a massive deal. You get a monster deal. Yeah. I hate he's, to say it, but I reckon with the 2027 World Cup being announced that it's going to be here, like I, I think we could lose a few players in the next few years. You reckon we'll lose a few, you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. And didn't Australia beat England on the weekend? Yeah, yeah. beat them. So, yeah. like, that, you know, at the World Cup, we should go okay. And, like, it seems as though the Roosters don't – they're not offering him a massive deal to keep him because they don't have the money in the mm. cap. Very I mean, interesting. if you're the Wallaby, surely you are looking to get <sighs> – Mate. I mean, like, respectfully, and I don't want to do the Union League fucking bullshit argument, but you look at last few years in Rugby Union, look at the guys that are winning their Player of the Year. It's Israel. It's Marika. It's mm. like... <laughs> Did Marika win their Player of the Year? I'm, I could be wrong, but I remember I was falling off my chair when I saw that. Well, he was, I think he was pretty good when he... When I, what I'm, I've seen him in play, he was pretty bloody good. I'm Super pretty aggressive. sure he won the John Eels medal last year or the year before. Matty will find out. But, I mean, you look at the Wallabies over the last few years, not that I watched them closely, but I feel like whenever I am watching them, whether it's the early 2000s with Rogers, Wendell, Takiri. Mm. The great Ryan Cross. Ryan Cross went over. Like, there's a... The great Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> whenever they are successful, there tends to be a few leagues in there. Yeah. Doing their thing. Here's, here's a good thought exercise. We've done it a few times in the in the uh, podcast. If Union, let's say league didn't exist and Australian Union could pick all the best leagueies to play Union, like Greg Inglis, you know, Thurston, yeah. Smithy or whatever, do you think we would beat the All Blacks, who Union is the number one sport for them? I think so. I might be a little biased, but I think so. <laughs> a little, yeah, great clash. Oh, yeah, fucking outstanding clash. Imagine GI versus like, who was coming through there for like, Oh fuck! I don't even know, man. It's been that long. I, I I remember the days of like, is it Rocker 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 Thoko? Yeah, <laughs> mate, he was outstanding. Uh, Dan Spen- uh, Spencer, Carlos Spencer, Carlos Spencer, Dan Shana. Carter, Dan Carter, yeah. Now it's like Aaron Smith, uh, Bo uh, Barrett, Bodine Barrett. Bodine Barrett. Um, yeah, yeah Corbetti was the first winger to win that the John Eels medal. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, yeah. Angus Crichton would, mate. Yeah. If you watch his highlights, would you reckon he plays centre? I reckon outside centre. Probably outside. outside. Yeah. He's a big boy he's a big nowadays. Boy. Like maybe again, I'd, I've played a bit of union you know, over the years and whatnot. Like maybe he'd be that crash inside centre because he is big now. Yeah, fucking oath. 
Fucking hell. He's big yeah. enough to play Origin front row. Yeah, so exactly. Exactly. Right, yeah. So. Um, yeah. Really, really interesting. Um, anything else that stood out for this game, boys? Yeah, just on like, like obviously you had the Angus Crichton. Um, he got binned in this game. And like we've spoken about it a lot when, when there's a Simbin, how it impacts the game. From the moment he got Simbin to the end of the game, which I think is a huge positive to the Roosters against Penrith, it was 18 all. Mm. Yeah. Like normally... And tough like, calls against him as well. Tough calls against him. So a lot, heap of positives to take out of it Yeah, for the Roosters. Mm. Um, heaps of positives. They've just been so unlucky the last two games. Like I almost, I almost feel like they've kind of found that form a little bit again, that aggressive nature. I felt like they dominated a lot of the... For a lot of big periods of the game against a big Panthers pack. Um, but now onto the Panthers, uh, they get the job done. 26-18. I, it was just a real winner's win and what i mean by that is it's like when you've won so often you know how to win so you just find ways to do it they didn't necessarily play their best footy but they just found a way to win found a way to win against the red hot roosters that played probably the best game of the year for the roosters Mm. um nathan cleary's ball to tungo was absolutely fucking amazing and tungo is he a smoky for dallium center of the year He'll, he'll, like be, he'll up be up there, there. Yeah, surely. Like, give there. me another centre that's been as consistent as. Yeah, Joey I'd Ma- say he's been Manu. the most consistent. Jo- Joey Manu, Manu, but but yeah, chance for sure. But like, Manu's gonna if he gets it, he'll collect most of his points at five eight and fullback. Yeah, Isaac Tungo has played mm. centre the entire season. Could you actually? I'll get it up. Um, but that ball where he just holds it long enough to hit that outside line, oh. so Tilly, ha- he just didn't have a like. Plays like that are so good, it takes a big play in defence to stop it. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, you can't – just doing your job isn't good enough because they've created an environment where if you just do your job, you'll, you'll keep your spacing, you, will, you won't jam in, you won't jam out, you'll wait until a decision is made. Whereas plays like that, they almost need you to read it, make a decision before the play happens mm-hmm. to stop it. That's how good the timing was with a play like that. Um, actually, yeah, Maddie, could you get uh, Tango's uh, stats up for us, please, for the year? Uh, is he the best centre this year? Like, is in just form. Take names out of it. Tango, week in, week out. Yeah, I think probably him and Val Holmes I would have. Yeah. If you take out everything in the past, just this season, I think those two have probably been the best um, two centres. Tongo's been the thing that I love about him is that he's been stood up a few times. Mm. Like Gago stood him up, but whenever they do, they come back. Yeah, like it's almost like when when they do get punched in the face, that's when they tend to play their best footy. Yeah, kind of wakes him up a little bit. I love that about Mm. him. Yeah, what do you got there, Matty? Sixteen games, ten tries, seven try assists, forty-five tackle breaks, eleven line breaks, and average of one hundred and thirty-nine meters a game. Fuck. In his debut, like essentially his debut year. And I, I put at the bottom of the notes, because you asked me to do Suli. So I've got other centres there if you want to compare. Oh, so, okay. So we'll go, because I just wanted to compare Suli because I was going to yep. give Suli a massive wrap. But, so we'll go down so that we can see. Okay. This is Suli's games. 15 games, four tries, three tries. This 81 tackle breaks. Holy shit. Four line breaks, average of 151 metres. That's Moses Suli. Katoni Staggs, 14 games, three tries, two tries, 62 tackle breaks. So it's 19 less than, uh, is it 19? Yeah, 19 less than uh, uh, Suli. Line break seven, average metres 94. Joey Manu, 16, seven tr- 16 games, seven tries, 10 tries, 85 tackle breaks. Holy shit. <laughs> Nine line breaks, 124 metres. Campbell Graham, 
15 games, four tries, eight tries, 48 tackle breaks, seven line breaks, 140 metres. Stephen Crichton, 15 games, nine tries, five tries, 32 tackle breaks, eight line breaks, uh, average metres, 143. And Val Holmes, 15 games, six tries, zero tries, 56 tackle breaks, six line breaks, 147 metres. I mean, Crichton's fucking way up there when it comes to like tries and that. Um, so Manu, sorry, I noticed this before. Manu and Teddy are one and two when it comes to tackle breaks in that role this year. Yeah, that's amazing. How many games has Manu played at fullback? Two or three? I'll have a look. One at six and two or three. I think he's only played one. Okay, one. Okay. Just Canberra, wasn't it? Yeah, I think Canberra's the only one. I just showed Moses Suley is having an outrageously and, and good year. And the Kiwis go. Yeah. So, yeah, one, one against Canberra. And can you just. So Tungor has 10 tries. Read that. Can you read that out again for us, please? So Isaac Tungor uh, has 16 games, 10 tries. Seven try assists, 45 tackle breaks, 11 line breaks, and 139 average running metres. So he has the most tries, he has the most line breaks, and he's averaging, how, what was the metres again, sorry? 139. He's averaging the, oh, just under Crichton and Val Holmes. Pretty fucking good. Can I add in to the stat that that doesn't tell you? Um, you have a look at Viliami Kikau. He's had 12 line break assists this year. Every single time Kikau has one of those, it's because Tungo's run the line and Kikau's come out the back of him. Yeah, okay. So there's also, there's, there'd be a heap of things that ha- happen around Tungo that it, it doesn't appear in stats too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then the, the one more in there is obviously Sifa. Yes, Talakai. I think he's got uh, nine, yeah. nine try assists, six Tries, averaging 170 metres a game. So he's averaging the most then of any centre. Of metres, yeah. yeah. So he'd be right up there. Yeah, look, oh, I think Tungo, if you said he was the best centre this year form-wise, I wouldn't argue against it. Nah. Is there a world where Taylor May gets winger of the year and Tungo gets centre of the year? I, I think Taylor May, I'm trying to think. For me right now, and he was my prediction, he's my rookie of the year. And I'm probably going to win. How many games he was he under four last year? Yeah, pretty sure. Played yeah, two, okay. I think. I'm trying to think of another rookie. Was Tungo under four last year? No, nah, I think he played like five, five I think. Okay. Off the bench in that. I'm trying to think of other rookies this year. For me, Talon May, like he's been as good as To'o at club. He's been unreal. Is Nanai a rookie? How many games did he play last yeah, year? Yeah, Nanai's a rookie. I'm pretty sure Cobo? he's a rookie. Cobo's... Oh. No, he played a heap at centre last year. Mm, yeah, like... Oh, not what is it? Five, under six, five, five, five more, say? I think it's under four. It's under four. So four under, I'm pretty yeah, sure. I think Cobo would have Yeah, Cobo definitely played... Six, yeah, he definitely played more. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like, look, probably... Right now for me, it's between Nanai and May. I honestly would still have May as my rookie of the year. I mean, I just got such big rats on him. As soon as I saw him play last year... His ability to break tackles, his ability to finish, he's solid in defence. He actually doesn't have that many errors, which is rare for a guy that's as, as explosive as he is. I, th- I think he's amazing. And I think that, like, you put Taylor May and To'o against some of the better wing pairings in the comp, they'd be right up there, right up there. Let's say hypothetical, if, if Tungo had played three games last year, who would you go, Tungo or May for your rookie? Honestly, couldn't split them. Yeah. Couldn't split them. Like, I, I just think, like, they, they are. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. They're probably the best wing center combination form-wise this season. I'm trying to think. Maybe oh, Val right. Holmes, T- Talungi. Maybe. But Maybe. But those be two have been fucking destructive. Yeah. Um, could you actually get Maze? Um, let us know in the comments section who your rookie of the year is this year. Who your rookie of the year is. And apologies yep. if we've forgotten someone. Sorry, I just confirmed. So Nano played four games last year, and according to this, it's it's four or under, so he's is eligible. He, he qualifies. Yeah. Okay, so you'd have to say Nano or May are right, are right up there. I think like it's going to be a bit unfair to May because like Nano played Origin, and I think that's going to like sway people's decision for rookie of the year. When especially because that that. That award's given before the premierships won. Too. Yeah. Whereas, like, Talon May, although Nanai has been outstanding, I think Talon May's been woe to go from game one to now, hasn't had a, even an average game. Whereas Nanai has had one or two games where he's missed a few tackles or whatever, even though he's incredible. So May starts 14 games, 14 tries, one try assist, 70 tackle breaks, 13 line breaks, and 168 average running Fuck. metres. Uh, Cobo did he played seven games. Yeah, seven yeah, games. Out. Seven. Yeah. yeah, well, I'll say probably between Nanai and uh, May, we'd have I to say so. at the moment. Um, okay. Penrith Panthers, well oiled machine, <clears throat> got the job done. Is there anyone else that stood out for you boys for the Penny Panthers? I thought the that try that Api Curacao scored at the very end, I thought that was sensational yep. just to address that. Um, so you know, it, it can get hard when you're so close. To, when you're that awkward, three meters out from the line instead of one, what mm. markers yeah. sort of do. And I just thought the ruck recognition by Appy in that moment to know Radley had already put his eyes up to go long, yep. and also like to, to know. I don't know whether he knew this in the moment, but like Victor Radley is the kind of player that because he's so effort based, he's he's already looking at like how can I help my team as much as possible. Especially after he put that hit on. Hit on Adrenaline was yep. high and it was yep. all happening. And Appy just being the cool head he is, just took it all in. Yeah. And, and it was a split, that split second quick de- decision of like, because like Victor Adley still like had the time to turn and chase, but just that one second where he saw, like he would have looked up. Matty Johns made a great point. He's like, if you go and watch Ken Smith's, a lot of his, um, Ken Smith's work at the Rock, like he's one of the, very rare hookers that like a lot of hookers will come in and they'll be immediately like looking down at like the ball, the ruck, looking across like that. He says, Ken Smith used to walk in constantly and he would always walk in like this. He wouldn't be looking at where the ball is. He'd always just be going like that and just looking up. And I think Api Coristia, a similar-ish mould where he's very good at like noticing, like we were talking about the other week, he may not be as good at running the ball as Damien Cook, but his ability to pick yeah. his moments. The, the, the ruck recognition he's got is just... Well, the try with kick out earlier yeah. in the game. Yeah. The, the, uh, the, the to call he kick just, out onto that. He sees it all. Yeah. Yeah. He so his running game isn't as good, but he picks his moments so much more better than it almost makes his running game. Right now, he, uh, yeah, right now he's probably the craftiest nine in the comp. I'd say I think ha- he's definitely the craftiest yeah. nine. I'd say Harry Grant is the best nine in the comp. He's probably the craftiest, he's the craftiest nine craftiest. in the comp. Yeah. Um, he's done it on big stages. Yeah, for sure, for sure. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ 
the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 